Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud out. What do you got? All right. So I know that this story was brought up during Mason and Ireland, but it really caught my attention. So I wanted you guys' opinion on it. So according to the story, a woman is uh, suing Geico. Because, oh, I saw this. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, so for two, $5.2 million for emotional distress and all this stuff because she got an STD or a sexually transmitted infection, STI. Right. Um, HPV. HPV, got, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, from a guy when she had unprotected sex with him in the car. Mm-hmm. Now, I know a little bit about all of this stuff because I had a sex, love, and relationship podcast and we used to talk a lot about, you know, STIs and STDs um, in that. So... I read the story and I'm like, look, girl, I get I get it. I feel your pain. I understand that you're upset because this guy lied to you, et cetera, et cetera. But if you do a little bit of research on HPV, you actually can't tell who gave it to you. I'm just saying that is actually a fact. You can mm-hmm. ask the doctor. So I don't know if uh, this is actually going to hold up in court and she's going to get some money. But I just kind of wanted you guys opinion about this. It's crazy. But, you know, it's going to court like because it's it's a legit case at the moment. It is, but I don't know if she's going to really win the case. I mean, I don't know either, but yeah. But it is, it's it's in the news. I saw it earlier today. Mm-hmm. But what part of this do you find to be strange? That she's suing Geico or that she's not suing the dude who she claims gave her whatever it is that she has? Well, here's the thing. Both? I, yes. Me and, me and Lindsay were talking about it off the air. The thing is, HPV has, I mean, it's like literally people need to like inform themselves about it because if you have a form of HPV a strain because there's many strains of it a lot of them go without symptoms so you can as a woman you can have HPV in your system for years and not mm-hmm. know so somebody yeah. could have it could have been an ex-partner of hers yeah. uh-huh. that had given it to her yep. and a guy can't get tested for this if he has no symptoms the only way you will know is if you have a form a strain of HPV that gives you symptoms so it's uh, I just say it's dicey. I mean, I feel for the girl, but I just I just don't understand how that can actually be proven. That there's no actual test for a guy for that. And what does Geico have to do with it? Because it was in the car and they're yeah. injured. I, th- I do yeah. think that what Geico has to do, I think, because I heard Mason Ireland talking about this, and this is what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, if you're at somebody's house and you slip and fall and you have a legal case for some reason... You're not suing the homeowner. You're suing the homeowner's insurance. Mm-hmm. So I assumed that if she wasn't like she wasn't suing the guy, she's suing him because it happened in his car. No different than if she were in a car accident with the guy. She wouldn't be suing right. him. She'd be suing the insurance company. Mm-hmm. But I think. But you're all okay. But you're also grown and you're making a decision again. I'm look. This is a tough situation. But like what I'm saying is, you're grown. You're making a decision to have unprotected unprotected sex with somebody dump that no anyways you, you don't, yeah, don't come on you can't, you can't say unprotected sex on the air okay this we is just such said. bleepery right that's what i think <laughs> anyways if you're making the decision to not use protection if you want to say it that way cap you know that there's consequences with that like you're grown, you should know about that. There are risks. You know what I'm saying? There are like risks. you're yes. grown, you should know. You Somebody, should. You should have had sex ed by the time you were in seventh grade. Come on, people. And and again, HPV is a very crazy, you know, STI, and and it has a lot of, is just crazy in itself. And me and Lindsay were talking about like ninety something percent of people will have it if you're having sex, protected or not. Protect. Oh my God, I can't speak anymore. If you're using protection or not. You will have it in in your lifetime, so it's crazy to me. Like, girl, you ain't getting no five point two million dollars. Sorry, not sorry. I don't think it's happening. I, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you a question. I have another. What you need to know? Can someone explain to me? Wait, yeah, can, I, can, I, I to, can I? Can I bring? Can I say one little thing that's I yeah. thought was a funny antidote in regards sure. to the what you need to know story? Yeah, yeah. I remember we're talking about sex ed in high school, whatever. 
We had um, a very attractive health teacher that was teaching. He was our, our gym hey. teacher that was also our health teacher. He was so funny the day we had like the sex ed talk where we we're talking or the STD talk, and he was like, "So you guys know what happens when you know you're telling your friends." You know, she burned me. I got burned. I got the gone gone. And we're all looking around like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Mm. Apparently, that was like the slang for getting an STD back then. Yeah. I the never gone, heard gone? that. Yeah. Really? Got, and saying someone burned you. Like, really? I had no idea. I've heard that. I've heard you got burned. I've heard that That's, one. <laughs> that like sounds my, so much worse. My, my, burned? Uh, my gone, health gone. teacher did that one, too. The, <laughs> not the gone gone, but the burned one. My uh, sex ed teacher did the same one. Oh, it was just funny. very funny because I was just like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Trying to be cool, being like, oh, you know, she burned me. And we're like, no, nope, never heard that. Sedano <laughs> had one too, right? It's not different. What you need to know? Yes. I Not anything. <laughs> is, is the, Sorry. Is the, what, George, is the what you need to know being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa? Good <laughs> no, time. it's just, a, it's not. just okay. a legitimate <laughs> just, question. Just a different one. Okay. Because we spent a lot, of, a lot of time this week talking about the angels, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I was just curious. I noticed today because I was asking Bergman about scheduling and I'm like, hey, I, I guess we're running some angel games. He's like, yeah, there's a couple games they're running and they're going to play like at seven o'clock or whatever. And I'm like, well, why don't we run more angel, angel games in general? He's like, because they start during your show. I'm like, what do you mean they start during our show? And he's like, yeah, 638. I'm like, no, they can't. There's no yeah. way no yeah. team is starting at 638. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at their schedule, and the majority of their home game starts at 630, yeah. 638. Yeah, yeah there's why a lot of that? teams. There are a lot of teams that do that. Why? Uh, I don't I, I listen, I think because they're trying to get people out earlier. Home earlier? Yeah, yeah. Because people complain they're like, Oh my god, game starts at seven, it's a long game, lots of pitching changes, four hour game, I'm not getting home till midnight. So I think that what teams like the Angels, and I know the Padres do it as well, they start at six forty. It's dumb because I have been to there's many a times since I got moved to this show the afternoons where I wanted to go to Angels games and I can't go because of the start time. Because if it's yeah. like a 7 or 7.30 game, I could probably, like, hustle down there. But, like, if you yeah. leave any time before, what, like, mm, 4 o'clock, 4.30 to go down to Anaheim from the South Bay area, like, you're not getting there before the game starts. Oh, my God. No. You guys want to hear this? This is so funny we're talking about this. Yeah. And the so, weird thing is, in, on the weekend, Cappy, they start at 7 o'clock, at 7.07. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, because, right, because it's the weekend. But yeah. this is, I have kind of found something interesting. I wonder if anybody else has ever done this. So... My new thing is, is that if I'm going to go to a game and I'm kind of like right in the middle of the Angels and the Padres, if I want to go to the Angels game, it'll take me 35 minutes, 40 minutes, you know, and if I want to go to a Padres game, it'll take me like 25 minutes. So I went, I got off the air the other night at seven and the game started at 640 and I got to this Mets Padres game in the fourth inning. Right. And normally if I got there in the first or second inning, I'm going to leave in the sixth or seventh inning. But by getting there in the fourth inning, I faced no traffic in. I got the bomb parking spot. I didn't wait any ways to get into the game at all. I was able to get right to my seats where we were meeting some friends. And I actually saw the end of the game, even though it was boring. So I'm now a fourth inning to an end of the game guy rather than a leave early guy. So you're Steve Mason. Come late, leave early. Yeah. I'm a come late, stay till the end. Oh, right. okay, okay. I, I'm just curious if an Angel fan out there can can explain that to me. Like, what is, like, because I, I looked it up on the internet, and there was no real reason behind it. And my guess is you're right, Cappy. But, I, I, I you know, I'd love to know, like, what the logic behind it is. Laura, you did just hear George say that, right? That there's Angel fans? Yeah. No, you're oh. right, Cappy. Can't you please just ever cut that out, ever? So that when I, I, I didn't didn't hear him it. say, I didn't we hear have him it. Say Hold on. No, but you don't use it. You never use it. I for didn't me. hear him say that. You missed that, Linz? No, I sure did. You didn't hear that. Hold on, Cap, I got you. Well, Hold the on. other the other drops are usually funnier too, like especially the bleepery one. That's this funny. is such bleepery. Bleepery has just like caught on. Like that should be well, our new T-shirt. As soon as you said that yesterday, I was like, we need to cut that because you just said bleepery like five times in one sentence. Like, to me, the bleepery, Celtics bleeping bleepery. Bleepery to me sounds like some kind of like a flavor of an ice cream. You know, like, Ooh, it would gonna, be a good flavor. I'm going to go into an ice cream store, and it's kind of cool. An adult ice cream store? Yeah, and they've got bleepery. <laughs> bleepery. It's kind of like a blue ice cream. You know, I see bleepery as, like, sort of a bluish ice cream. You know? Maybe <laughs> like, put hey, some, like, marshmallows in there or something. Yeah, you know? Hey, can I, can, I get a, can I get a little taste of the bleepery? Because that kind of looks good. I'd like to try that. Mm, Are you ooh. a taster? You're a taster at the ice cream oh, shop? Oh, no. Okay, yeah. hold on a second. Here we go. If you go to a yogurt shop that is self-serve, right? Uh-huh. 
and they have the little taster cups. Do you not taste different yogurts? I mean, I kind of know what they're going to taste like for uh-uh. the most part. So nobody here taste tests. Wait, are, uh, talking, I mean, I don't really go to the self-serve ones. I think there's like one place ever, like Pinkberry is the only place that's like that. Yeah. Are you the guy that goes to like Baskin Robbins and you ask them, for, they give you those little tiny yeah. spoons? Can I try some cookies and cream yeah. like you've never tried yeah, yeah, that yeah. before? Like Larry David does. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the answer is, and I'm going to answer this question by saying this. Uh-huh. My answer is proudly, yeah. yes, I am. I figure. No, wait okay. a second. You, what? You, but you try like, like, tell me you at least try flavors you've never tried before. Well, like, Not uh, like something that you have done a million times like over. So, so if I walk in, and, right, no, no, but I walk in and I'm inclined <laughs> yeah, to get chocolate. like some kind of like double fudge chocolate brownie something or other, right? Yeah. I'm going to say, hey, you know, that's something over there that I'm not going to get, but I'm going to no, try no, no, it. No, no, wait, anyway. wait. This is no. how you're going to come in. You're going to go, you know what? That double chocolate brownie, that's interesting. That is very interesting to me. I, I, can I get a try of that? Because I don't know what chocolate and brownies taste like. I was going like. to say, I feel like mm. those are the ones, the ones that you try are the ones that are like lavender, honey, yeah, the weird pistachio. Ones. Yeah, well, that's, well, I, I'd be okay with that. Well, hold on, I have a question. When you taste an ice cream, when, mm-hmm. when they're willing to give you a little taster spoon, mm-hmm. how often do you get that ice cream. How often do you go, mm, 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 mm. oh, this is good. Okay, I'll have I this. I have. I'm not a taster. I think it's- I'm not generally a taster, but sure, the few times it yeah. has worked out that way. I but it's, say- usually, it's usually something I've never seen before. Exactly. It's I rare. Wanna, I want to tell all the tasters out there, I'm a taster. Do not be <laughs> shamed. It is okay to taste at the ice cream place. It is okay to taste at the yogurt place. No, do we're not, not saying it's okay shame. not to taste. We're just saying is if you were tasting double chocolate brownie, like you don't know what that's going to taste like, really? Well, I'm not really sure if I'm getting that tonight, but mm. then I taste it and I'm like, mm, 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 ooh, ooh, I'm going to have that. Yeah, I'll have that. I I'll mean, have the double scoop. Do you not know what cap. a brownie and chocolate ice cream tastes like? Yeah, but I'm not sure what it tastes like here tonight. No. Uh, maybe it's a bad batch. Are maybe you, gotta... How many do you do? Like, how many is the limit for you? Oh, he's definitely like... done like four. Yeah, I was going to say. I think <laughs> well, two is the limit, no, no. like socially acceptable. Here, here's, what you, here's, here's what you do. Whatever the limit is that they'll give you, let's say it oh, is wait, three. Wait, you have to ask? No, well, no, no but, Cap, but no. Let's just say, but let's just say it's three. First, you get the three. Then you get the one single scoop, smallest ice cream they have. Because they've already given you three. Oh, God. I've never been to a place where I've gotten to the point. Like, I'm no. not a taster, but I've never seen anyone be told, like, that's the limit on tastes. Sorry. Me neither. No. I've never been told that. So but I have seen other people been yeah. in that situation. I'm not sure. Never. And you're that person. You're that guy. You're that guy. Yep. Let me tell you something right now. I'm just getting a text message from my designer. And George, when we come back, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a little peek into mm-hmm. my gear for the Mandy's. Okay. I'm literally, as you and I speak at this moment in real time, George Sedano, I am getting pictures from my designer. And I plan to blow your mind the night of the mandy's okay are you gonna bring tasters <laughs> that's not a bad idea if i brought some little tasters i gave them out like as i'm walking in i'm throwing them on the red carpet <laughs> here's some cookies and cream jack <laughs> <You're an idiot. sighs> all right coming up next cappy's boyfriend did something interesting and uh, LeBron said something interesting because Cappy loves the word interesting. So we're just going to focus on interesting. In I like fascinating, segment. too, you know. And we're going to talk about this fascinating attire as well. All next. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact. 
helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Caps right. Wow, that was yeah. really quick. Nice. The tone in your voice says it all. It's Caps not right. even like it's not even like a complete sentence. Caps right. <laughs> it's my new favorite drop on the show. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> doesn't want to say it. Caps right. <laughs> Gosh, I wish I've you would have extended it. I've said other ones, right? Like, you know, when I say Cappy no is right, version. I feel like Cappy is right is like a better drop. I like that one too. Yeah. Um, and let me go to Anthony, who's been on hold for like an hour, dude. I'm sorry, Anthony. I didn't know you were there, bro. My bad. Anthony. Hey. Yo, what up? It's all good, guys. Hey, uh, Yo, I'm a diehard, diehard Laker fan, man. Uh, my dad used to work at the farm, as a matter of fact. I would be down there every weekend. Dude, it's just hard not to not like this Celtic team. Uh, the way you, uh, the way they play, uh, you have to root for them. You cannot. I don't see how you cannot root for them. Uh, Golden State is just obnoxious, man. You know what I mean? So, I know Laura's probably flipping her wig right now, but. Oh, yeah, she's giving you the, she's I don't have the a chacal. Wig, but <laughs> I don't have a no wig. I don't have a wig. That's Dude. my real hair, bro. Dude, your girl just washed it, too. She just washed her hair. <laughs> <laughs> wait so wait a second hold wait. on i i gotta call a timeout here and laura you must get involved i have to call a timeout so sir what mm-hmm. you're saying is anthony that you grew up a hardcore laker fan your your dad worked at the farm so you were around it so it, it's it's in your blood right yes sir but you don't hate the celtics and in fact not possible not only do you not hate them you find yourself rooting for them because, A, they're likable, and, B, Golden State is obnoxious. Did I get it all right? You got it spot on, man. You know what I mean? It's just this one particular Boston team. It's this one team, knowing the way they play, the way they play together, the way they make adjustments in the second and fourth quarter. Dude, they're legit. Laura, you have a problem with this man calling himself a lifelong Laker fan yes. while finding himself cheering for the Boston Celtics this year. Yes. I, l- look, yeah. fuera. That's all I got to say. Pero, what I'm saying is I understand that people love Tatum because of Kobe. I get that. I understand that if you love the game, you can be like, oh, that's interesting. Cool. Well, let but me ask you a question, though. For let that, me ask man. you a question, though, Anthony. Yeah. Do you like Devin Booker, too? No, it has nothing to do with Kobe. I didn't even mention that. It's just oh. their style of play, the way they play. And then Steph Curry, I'm a, I'm not even a big fan of his. He's, mm. you know, like Lindsey mm. said, the thing with the mouthpiece, it's like, dude. Mm. No. Thank you. No memes, bro. Thank you. Dude, you're you a classic like Celtics fan. This is what I found, okay? You're not yeah, no Laker dad. fan. No, no. Get out of here. Your man. dad what? worked at the Boston what? Garden. Dude, what are you talking dad, about? No, get dude, out of here. The, wait, because the guy wait, because the guy doesn't like the mouthpiece the way Steph has his mouthpiece? For that he gets he gets all come on. No, no way. he doesn't no like man. curry. And come you're on. Not. Get come out of here. Come on, man. Guy's a lifelong Laker. You're disrespecting a Laker fan. He ain't no Laker fan rooting lifelong. for the Celtics. Get out Lifelong Laker fan. His father worked at the forum, dude. Fuera. Yeah. Get right. out of here. Like, Pero, I can't, can we no. cut up Cappy saying fuera? That'd be funny. <laughs> Cap, say it again so you'd be clean. I mean, Lindsay, you have a problem with the way Steph Curry has his mouthpiece out of his mouth? No, Cap, if you paid attention. It's yeah. when he threw the mouthpiece. One of the oh. reasons I don't, I, I don't like him because I didn't like him when, you know, there was the rivalry between the Cavs and the Warriors. And he's he's a baby. He's a crybaby. How he threw his mouthpiece yep. into the crowd. Like, ah, like, get, like as I, See, as I said before, ah. I can understand Lindsay not liking <laughs> Lindsay Curry. Lindsay makes sense. Yes, yes, I get it. Because yeah. the rivalry situation, right? The, I don't agree with her, but I get it because that's her rivalry. Pero tú, as a lifetime quote lifetime tú. Laker fan, okay, you rooting for any? Oh snap! I'm I'm really over here. Celtics team. Yeah. Hell no, bro. Tell no. her hell yeah. Tell her hell, hell yes, nah. sis. Hell yes, no, sis. No, 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 no. That's like Lindsay saying, oh, I'm a root for Curry right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You ain't going to do that. Look, she ain't going to do that. If the Celtics win, if the Celtics win, I'm not even rooting for them. I'm not even giving them their props, but I'm just saying, like, you see. Oh, no, you did, bro. You did. You did. You did. You did. Let's be real. You, you did. did say it's hard you to did. root against them, though. You, you did. Don't backtrack. Don't backtrack now that people are going to eat you alive. This guy loves the game. He's a fan of it. 
I get well, that. Well, I guarantee you, I'll, I'll bet you a manual war ticket that the Celtics win in six no, they're games. Gonna, they're going to win. I think they're going to win. Like, they're the better team right now. I mean, I, you know, I'm still I don't think saying the, Warriors and I, I give the Warriors a puncher's chance, but I, I, I think the Celtics have proven they're the better team right so now. So, dude, and, you want tickets to the Mandy's? Yeah, you don't think they make great adjustments in the second and fourth quarter? You have Mandy uh, tickets that you want to lose. They, no, they they do a great job. Yeah, there's no question. Um, and I and I think that, um, I I also think that they do not only do they do a great job of adjustments in the f- second and fourth quarter. I think they also do a great job of adjustments from game to game. Yeah, true that. True that. True, true that. that is right. Uh, totally true that. Um, hey, all right, Scott, man. Thank man. you, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you to the man. I'm with you, dog. Uh, Biggie Eric Herrera has had two funny tweets back to back here. Uh, first of uh, Anthony says, "Too much leprechaun love." Bleep them. That's bleepery, as Sedano mm-hmm. would say. That's bleepery, huh? And this then, is uh, such bleepery. Thank and you, then Lindsay. he also said about you being the taster at the <laughs> the ice cream shop. What did he say? <laughs> he said, "Sedano, come on, you know Scott Kaplan is going to the Chinese restaurant with his own toothpick and asking for orange chicken." Yeah, let me have a little taste of your orange chicken. That's how you, I judge at the it. mall when they do those things at the mall at the food court. <laughs> you go you're back the guy Costco, that runs, walks around times. there five times. I'll, I'll walk over. Costco is your jam, isn't it? Costco no, too. No. Yeah, no, I'll walk over in the mall. I'll walk over right, and I'll go. I'll, I'll look there, and they've got some testing thing, you know, like the little toothpicks. And I'll be like, I'll have like my hand on my chin, like I'll be rubbing my chin, like yeah. I don't know, mm. should I? Should I don't yeah. know? I, maybe, should yeah. I? You know, my three year old does that now. Like yeah. you're literally acting like my three year old. Should I? He try puts it? his hand on his chin. And he goes, hmm. Yeah, maybe I should. Should I? Do you think? Should, oh, okay. Can I take two? Okay, thank you. Thank. Oh, oh, oh. This is good. And then and then you like put your take your hat off or put a hat on or something and then you go back put your jacket on inside out so you can get a couple more. No, oh I, I move, no, I move on to the next place. I'm like mm, that was mm-hmm. good, but on I to I, the I, next. I, I just, yeah, I don't think I'm going to have that. Thank you, thank you so much. Have a great day. So really quick, Greg texted me. He Greg said, who? "This your boss, this dude. That? He's not really the boss. Okay, He's like but, a mini boss. Okay, okay but Greg Koopa Bergman. Troopa. Okay, Bergman texts me. Yeah. He said, this dude yeah. wants to tell Celtics to have more titles than the Lakers. Get out of here. Wow. Well, bleep here. Really bringing a, quite a, an emotional reaction here this afternoon. Way to it go, is. Anthony. Because it's not like you, you as a Laker, as a real purple and gold Laker fan, mm-hmm. you can't. You okay. just can't. I he agree. Can. He can. I, See, I feel like Faker. for me, as oh. a Cavs fan... I don't. I don't have a rooting interest, but I. I don't want the Celtics to win because yeah, yeah. you know they're in the East. They're you know I don't want the team yeah, from the East the to Celtics. win. Like, let's be real. But I also hate. I don't like the Warriors because that was our rival. But I don't care if the Warriors win right now. So I feel like the team that you're in the division with is the team that like you would want to win less. No. By the way, I, I thought I thought Brian Windhorst brought up an interesting point. Um, in, on SportsCenter last night with Scott Van Pelt, where he said Steph Curry finds himself in the same place LeBron found himself in all those years, where he's playing on the lesser team. And he's playing magnificently, Steph Curry, at, like LeBron was, but he was on, he's on the lesser team. And now the question is, like people asked of LeBron, will he be able to elevate to a different level, like go nuclear, basically, to give his team a shot? Now I question that considering he got banged up last night, but we'll see. I, I mean, I, you know, it'll be. It's why I tell you the Celtics are playing with fire with this the way they're playing Steph and Clay, and they let Clay get some shots in yesterday. I don't think that's a good idea. Well, it's kind of like earlier this year when the Lakers had any chance to win, it was because LeBron had to score fifty. It mm-hmm. might be that Steph may have to go crazy like that. Maybe, maybe. You know? Yeah. So, so because George, Jordan Poole is unplayable, bro. He's unplayable. Oh, get out oh. of here. Yeah, can't play this guy. No, I'd be like, yo, kid, nice job during the regular season and during the playoffs. This is a different league right here, bro. You're going to have yeah. to sit. Not not getting it done on the big stage. I mean, it's not that. I mean, he's just he just he doesn't have like they smother him like he's not he's not he's not ready for this. You know, he was ready for the Western Conference finals in the first and second round. But this is different. This is different. Speaking of different. Let me have a second to give you a preview, George Sedano. Yeah. Are you going to give me a preview of your, your, oh, of your dress, uh, your attire? Because I thought you were going to talk about your boyfriend, Tom Brady, apparently trying to do like uh, some nefarious actions to get himself out of uh, Tampa Bay to be like a Dolphins quarterback and like an owner or something. Because that story's out there today. Okay. I mean, uh, not that it's out there for the first time. It was out there before, but now it's, he was asked about it. Happy to talk about my boyfriend, Tom Brady. Yeah, maybe Talk we can do little... it in a game in Big Deal or No Deal. Okay, but I want to tell you something, George. Yeah. 
I don't think going into your closet the night of the Mandy Awards mm-hmm. and picking out a suit and putting on a belt and a pair of shoes and going, hey, listen, this is what I wore to uh, Game 5 when I was calling the, the Western Conference Finals on radio. I, I just don't think that's enough, George. I, I really think you're going to have to get a little more creative. No, bro. I'm going to be me. He's in the league, bro. He can do it. I'm going to be me. You be you. I'll be me. Okay. In, in fairness, I think that the attire that Sedano has in his closet, his suit closet and collection, is probably ten times more impressive than everyone else's because he's on TV and he's in the league. Oh, really? Do you get yeah. suits That's for being just, in the league? I mean, I'm sure that he's got something worked into his contract. You know, he's got a little bit of an allowance for for wardrobe. That's usually how that works, right? Okay. Is that right, George? Uh, there's no particular allowance, but yeah, I've had some, uh, you know, some dalliances yeah. with some yeah. designers. I got wardrobe okay. people, okay. you know. So, so you've got the best wardrobe of anybody at the radio station, according to Lindsay oh, Baseball. Uh, at the radio station, yes, no question. According to Lindsay Baseball, she's yeah. inspected at, at the radio station. Yes, right. he's not on in TV, like the, of course he does. She, not in the league, but at closet. the radio station, like I mean, listen, no offense, I've seen Ireland. I mean, those suits are like 2004. You know what I mean? Like, ooh. Um, I wow. haven't seen, you know what? I've seen Mace dress up in a suit and he's got a nice suit or two, you know? Okay. okay. Um, if Keyshawn were still here locally, I would say he'd have me beat because he also made tens of millions of dollars. Um, and he's also on television, but without key be well, key will be there. So key will have me beat on a, on, on a tire. So I guess uh, other than key in the non key division. Yes. See, I really thought that the whole goal of the Mandy's was to... Um... No, no, that was not the whole goal. The whole goal was Chris wanted us in formal wear, and then everyone else started to put their own spin on it. But okay. that's fine. You can okay. put your own spin well, on I've, it. I've... I'm going to just dress like I want to well, dress. Well, let me tell you something. I've gone to great lengths. Okay, I've traveled far and wide. I've spent a lot of money, George. And what's a lot of money? To Orange County, and you're getting up every... Okay. I will say again. I have traveled far and wide. I have spent an inordinate amount of money to be properly prepared for the night of the Mandy's. And I thought everybody was bringing their A game. I mean, I heard John Ireland was going to do the, the Met Gala, and that he can't do that anymore. He might upset Russell Westbrook, and Russell Westbrook might get him fired. That's it. Nobody's doing anything. Everybody's just pulling Cap, a suit out of their closet. Why are you worried I'm about what something. everyone else yeah, is Yeah, what do you wearing? care Thought we were but all going to really go all out? No, no. Why? But why is it we all got to? Why can't you just do a? I am going to do a. And okay. by the way, when I do a, let me tell you what I'm going to do a. Yeah, what are you going to do a? I'm going to blow your freaking mind. That's what I'm oh, okay, do. great. With you the creativity. Let me blow your mind. Yeah. Boom, boom, the, we the cre- all did like, you know, I bought something. Amanda bought something. Brianna's is buying something. Bergman's buying something. We're just not going to be... Over the top, trying to be characters of something. Yeah, bro. If you want to mm. do that, ride. But that's you, Cap. Like that's very you. you. Like you. it's very on you. brand for you, you to go and totally. like wear something totally. You know, you you'd be like the uh, what's I'm trying to think of the a good analogy, like J Lo in the green dress at the MTV. That's you. You VMAs. would try to pull that off. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Ooh, little Kim at the MTV movie. Yeah, you oh, want everyone talking about out. you, and that's you. That's you. Do you, Cap? Do whatever makes you happy. I thought everybody was doing that. Thought this Clearly was like a, not. Thought this was like a big award show. Walking down the red carpet, I it wanted is. to hear. I wanted Clinton Yates to interview me and say and say, you know, right. who all are that you stuff wearing? is still happening. Okay, again, just like at like the VMAs, we'll compare it to that. There's the people that wear the outfits that stand out. Then you got the one year where Brittany and Justin wore the Canadian tuxedos. You know, she wore like the the jean dress, and he wore the jean matching jeans yeah. and jacket. Yeah. And then you got yeah. the other people that just want to wear like a regular old tuxedo. You know, they well, don't forget. I was selling I was selling advertising on the back of my jacket, don't forget. Oh, okay, that's right. NASCAR, yeah. got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. A little disappointed. That's you all. know what? I, I, I just based on this conversation, don't vote for us. Like seriously. Just don't don't vote for us. Don't okay? say that. People can uh, vote for us. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Really? How about that? Really? Yes. I'm kind of here, in, I'm here, kind of in the really? same uh, world line. You're like beast mode. You're just here so you yeah. don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Kind of like uh, you know that. Remember that Richard Pryor movie, Brewster's Millions. Love Brewster's Millions. Vote for none of the above. Right. That that's that's my slogan from now on. Vote for Lara. See, I think everybody should vote. I for I mean, George. occasionally maybe for Lara, but I'm vote for, for none George. of the above. I'm voting for you, George, nonstop. 
No. I'm just here so I don't get fined. I'm no. literally just showing up so I don't get fined. No. You need to show up, and I'm gonna, I'll tell you right now, yeah. I'm going to be damn insulted if you don't come to the after party. No, I'm definitely not going to the after you party. you got to come. No. I think I'm going to talk to Ireland about like getting a car and like just going back and forth. George, it's invitation only. It's yeah. VIP. Mm-hmm. There's security at the door. You have to have the right password. If you don't come to the after party, it's going to be pretty mm-hmm. darn disappointing. Okay. Well, you'll be disappointed. It might not be me who's disappointed. It might be everybody else who's there. Okay. Who's well, they can all be disappointed as well. That's a shame. <laughs> I mean, why don't you just play it by ear? Okay, let, sure. Let the night come to you. Maybe you yeah. decide you want to come to the after party. Sure, no problem. It's going to be good. Yeah, no problem. It's sponsored. Okay, that's great. <laughs> it's true. Fantastic. It's true. Yeah. All right, we are way late for Big Deal or No Deal. Well, this was a okay. fun segment, so screw it. You know, then we get the problem with the clock and, you know, everyone's okay, yelling break, at us. Okay, break, Let's break. Go to break, please, Lauda. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thank you, Christopher. All right, Linz, what do we got? All right, so there's a new Netflix movie about Marilyn Monroe coming out. And it's not going to be your average biopic because the film was slapped with an NC-17 rating making history as Netflix's first NC-17 rating, oh, which means it's super wow. explicit. And now it's making headlines for its rumored sexually explicit content. The director is warning audiences that everyone's going to be offended by his movie about the iconic starlet. <laughs> it's set to debut in September. What a great thing to say. Right, right. Well, I mean, I guess they get into a lot of like the relationships. Yeah, with it's great publicity. Kennedy's Plan on and... being offended. Yeah. Exactly. So is Netflix airing an NC-17 rated movie a big deal or no deal, Sedano? No, not on Netflix. It's a streaming service. You're paying extra for that. You're paying a premium. I've never. That's like saying like something on HBO should have an issue with that. No, I mean you're paying a premium. You can put whatever the hell you want, as far as I'm concerned. Why is NC17 considered worse, that's worse than, than rated R? R? Yes. Really? Yeah, that's like triple X, basically. Really, it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, not. I mean, it's like in between the two. Yes. I mean, it's not like a full blown like pornographic film but right. nc-17 it's is, not bound cheeky wow wow yeah, yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> it's like I there's love that movie there's parts other than exposed upper areas you know it's like yeah the, you know right. full frontal nudity yeah there we go mm-hmm. that's the word yep. i'm looking for there yep that's the phrase right there uh i don't think it's a big deal either netflix is in this situation where they've got to start coming up with hit shows because the stock price is you know taking such a huge hit and no <laughs> seriously like you've got some stock i do and and by the way, listen, Netflix, Peloton, things that in the middle of the pandemic were on absolute fire have gone completely ice cold. Yeah. But no, seriously, like Netflix, that's kind of their issue is that there's so much competition now. So they got to have hit shows. So they got to be as racy as possible, I think. I agree. Racy. Big deal. Racy, racy. All big right. deal. Big deal. Big deal. Well, speaking of big deal, well, the Angels, uh, they're feeling the pain right now amid their 14-game losing streak. And now yeah. they're hearing it as well. Oh, I heard this story. So a franchise record for consecutive losses and having already fired their manager, the Angels decided, you know, we're going to switch things up a little bit and they're going to have their walk-up songs be nothing but Nickelback against the Boston Red Sox. Because, you know, bad songs, it's like a slump buster situation. Yeah. It did not work. They lost one to nothing again. Yeah. So the Angels 14-game losing streak is kind of a big deal, but I want to know what bad band would you pick to be your slump buster? Sedano, start with you. Ooh, 
bad band. Now, do they have to have multiple hits, or can they be like a one-hit wonder? No, they could be any any band that you just think is like as terrible as Nickelback. Why is everybody uh, always all over Nickelback? Like, what, they're terrible. What don't I well, get because they're not. They're, all their songs, like for a long stretch of time, sounded almost exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, I had to look a couple of them up today because I was like, I didn't really know, but I saw this story. Like, look that, at this photograph. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's the exact they all first sound the one. Same. Yeah. Um, I would say, um, like, if I had to pick up like a bad band, um. I would say Creed is in that conversation. Oh, um, ooh, that's a that's good one. Creed slander right there. I mean, it's pretty terrible. That's They're pretty Creed terrible. slander. Smash that's Mouth is cool. probably up there. Like Smash all these Mouth. '90s bands were pretty terrible. Um, like late '90s bands, Insane Clown Posse. Oh no, Come no, on, I, that's where I draw the line. I, Ghostface Killer. Listen, no, that is not the same. No, thing that's not Insane Clown Posse. Violent J. Violent J. Yeah, Ghostface. You're talking about Boogie Woogie Woo. You you've never heard ICP. There's no way you've heard of Insane Clown. Kaplan, Insane Clown no, Posse. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. You've heard them? Weren't they wrestlers? Exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't think they're a bad terrible. band. But go ahead. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop with the Creed hate. Come it's on. Terrible. It's, it's not terrible. fair. It's not it's nice. Terrible. Okay, so who's your Who bad band? You know, Lindsay, I've decided I'm not going to go you with a love bad Creed. band. That's I do why, love Creed. Right? That's right. Right. <laughs> I created what? my own prison. I love Creed. Yes, I do love Creed. I'm, I'm, I'm proud. Hey, hey, like the ice cream tasters out there? No oh, shame. Oh, wait, I got one. Creed lovers, no I shame. I got one worse than Creed or Smash yeah. Mouth. What do you got? Matchbox 20. Oh, that's a good one. Boom, I win. Yeah, I don't have, I don't, I'm not a Matchbox 20 guy. Cap, yeah, this, well, this should be your dating profile. My name is Cappy. I'm a taster and I love Creed. I love Creed. You and get you know so what? many women. Let me tell you something. I bet you I would. I know. That's why I said it. Bet you I would. A lot of women out there love ice cream and love Creed. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my God. So who's your band? I, I'm going to go with, instead of a band, I'm going to go with a genre of music. Oh, oh here we go. I'm just going to, listen, I'm slump busting. Because I'm slump busting, I'm going all disco all the time. That's kind of my slump busting thought. Okay. Theirs right, was cool. Nickelback. You got a couple couple disco songs that you throw in there that you can think of right now? No. Okay. Oh, how about Chumba Wumba? That, you know no, that's a good one, but I can't think of another song. Well, well they, they only have the one song that I know of. Yeah. Yeah. You know I'd want but Disco But imagine Inferno. if that was playing over and over and over and over again every time you, you came up to Or what back. about the Macarena? Ooh, that's terrible, too. I don't know. When Otani comes up, I'm telling you right now, play some Disco Inferno, it'll bust the slump. Okay. Next. All right, so LeBron James wants to, wants to own an NBA team, but yeah, not yeah. just any NBA team. Oh, he has he has told us which one in particular? Yes, here's what the he Cleveland said. Cleveland Cavaliers? I wish, I nope, wish. Nope, Maybe someday. But here's what he said in the upcoming episode of HBO's The Shop. I want to own a team. Buy a team? Yeah, I want to buy a team. That's it. For sure. Go. There you go. Buying a right. team and then talking is a little tricky. Uh, if you own the team and like... Yeah, I would much rather own a team before I talk. I want, yeah, I want a team in Vegas. Good for you. Oh, yeah. Good for you. I want a team in Vegas. So is Good what LeBron said a big deal or no deal, Cappy? Um, I'm going to say it's a big deal because I do think the NBA is going to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't think of a better guy to have the Vegas franchise or at least be the face of ownership. I mean, listen, LeBron is a billionaire. That's fine. But you're not worth a billion dollars in buying a team. You know? Like, the Denver Broncos were just bought for $4.65 billion. No, he's going to be part. It's going to be him in the Liverpool group. Bill Simmons has already talked about this. Like, yeah, he talked so, about this months ago. So he'll be a face guy. And yeah, it'll be him and John Henry and all those guys. But he'll have a he'll have a significant stake in it. My guess is he'll have real say. Like Alex Rodriguez is own is part owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves, and I you know he's probably put like some serious equity into it, probably like ten or fifteen percent of the team. You know, so like that's enough to get you know some controlling interest. Yeah, but. Um... I like the idea of LeBron owning the team in I Vegas. I mean, hell, Derek Jeter spent only $5 million and was like a part owner of the Marlins, which was a ridiculous thing. Like, LeBron's going to have to, is probably going to spend way more than that. Well, anyway, all I think is, is I think it's great. I would love to see LeBron. If I, and by the way, if I were LeBron, yeah. I wouldn't want to buy the Cavs and I wouldn't want to buy somebody else. I'd want to start a new team new, in Vegas. Fresh. Yeah. Yes. I agree with that, Cappy. I have There's an idea. Another one. I have an idea. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let's have. By the way, if Cappy wants, I mean Cappy, if LeBron wants to own the Vegas team, let me know if he's looking for a play-by-play. That's guy. what I was going to say. You would be a great person to do play-by-play for that team. Yeah. It's easy commute. Could come back and forth every day. Cappy you know, could be your do, color commentator. No, no, I don't want to be color commentator. If George wants to be the play-by-play guy, I want to be the in-arena PA guy. Oh my god. Do you have a voice for that? Because it's, it's like a Cappy special time. voice. I don't know if I have the voice for it, but I think I'm gonna try. be I'm gonna be like a half wrestler. What would half... your in arena voice sound like? I'm not sure yet. I, I'd have to really think about it and cultivate it, but it's like half ring announcer. It. Yeah, it's half yeah. ring announcer mm-hmm. and half pro wrestler. Announce mm-hmm. LeBron right now. Like think about like pretend. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the ring at six foot eight, uh combined. Now that's no good. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on. Now, do you want to be like the in arena guy? You mean like the guy who like says like yeah, the I want to introduce the, the basket. Yeah, I want to introduce like the guys. That? I, I want to introduce the guys. Well, he, from, he hails from St. Vincent right. St. Mary High from School. From St. Vincent St. Mary's High School, at six foot eight inches tall, LeBron James. <sighs> Ooh, the second half, the James good. didn't work. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I got to work on it, guys. I got listen. Yeah. I'm happy to workshop it on. You the were air. okay until you said James. You lost your like oomph there. Yeah. No. I got to listen. You're very breathy. breathy. I don't. I don't want to be. The, I don't want to be the play-by-play guy. I don't want to be the sideline guy. I don't want to be the color commentator. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll be the organist. I don't play the organ, but I just need to roll. You know, <laughs> just need to well, roll. If Bron, if, I mean, first of all, the Vegas team is not happening. Happening. Happening for. Uh, if I had to guess, we're at least five years away from Vegas and Seattle, at the very least. Um. So yeah, I, I would say that. Both those teams are going to come online. And then there's probably going to be some realignment in the NBA. It'll be fun, I think. And having LeBron as an owner would be smart. I, I think for the NBA, I would want that if I was the league. By the way, Sedano, uh, I think the best in arena announcer, Nets guy, Olivier. He's so good. He's my favorite. I used um, to like the good. guy in Detroit. I don't remember his name. Oh, the guy to... in Detroit was awesome. Yeah, he was really good. He's still there. But, yeah, I mean, nobody cares about the Pistons right now. But he was awesome. Like, I, I will tell you this. When the... Pistons were good, right? I remember being there a bunch of times because I covered a bunch of Eastern Conference finals, and I covered that finals where the Lakers played there. And that guy was awesome. The way he would say Chauncey Billups' name was unbelievable. It was like, he would go, Chauncey Billups! And it was like the entire place would just go bonkers. Right, that guy was awesome. He might still be the best. I don't, you know, I've been around, trying to think. Yeah, he, he. I haven't been there a long time, but if I had to get, he was always my top guy, Cappy. The Lakers guy is always like the most blanded. Now into the game, LeBron James. No, I mean, but that there's a certain style to that too. Like I think that that's cool too. Um, I'll tell you, who's you know, the worst. I, I like the guy at, the, at Madison Square Garden too. He used to do a really good job with Carmelo Anthony specifically. I'll tell you right um, now, the worst guy, the worst guy who's screaming on the mic the entire freaking game is the dude that the Chargers. Hired. I, I don't know the guy's name. I don't know where he came from. The entire game, he is screaming at you, and it's like, dude, enough. Dude, I haven't been to a Chargers game, but, yeah, yeah the, sometimes the screaming is a little too much. Check but the, um, yeah, Pistons guy, number one. Number one seed, if I were doing it, as a guy who's been to a lot of these arenas. But um, Shout out know, to my, Pist- ga- my man Sam Lagana from the Rams. Yeah, Sam Lagana's great. The, um, the Pistons arena, I'll never forget the first time I went there for a playoff game. <laughs> So they, their intro used to be, this is back when Chauncey and those guys were there. And, Chauncey, Billups? Um, right, Billups, yeah. And you would go, rip! Hamilton! Hamilton! It would echo, it would be great. Um, but anyway, so right at the end, when he's introducing everyone, the last thing you see on the, on the video board was Ben Wallace with a sledgehammer, and he'd be like smashing the screen, and then all these crazy cannons and pyrotechnics would go off. And it was, I'm not joking, within like t- 10 feet of where the media would sit. And it was like the loudest thing in the world. And the fire, like my face felt like it was melting off. It was insane. Like I'm like, is this even safe? Maybe that's, maybe that's why your forehead looks the way it does. <laughs> maybe. But uh, you know who else does that is Philadelphia does the fire thing. And it was when I was there for that series, they ripped that off in the Pistons. And it was just insane, too. So anyway. Uh, what right. we're talking about. Yeah, all right, we're done. <laughs> we're talking about LeBron own, owning a team. All right, yeah, LeBron owning a team. I'm in as long as he makes me the play-by-play guy. Make it, let, make it happen, Bron. Um, so anyway, 
Uh, coming up next, we'll get to your boyfriend, Cappy. And um, and there's some Ram stuff to get to here as we clean house at the end of the show. All right, two minutes, we're back. See you. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ooh, is today the anniversary of the first married with children? No, no, no. This will this will actually blow your mind. Okay. This is the anniversary of the last episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense in June, yeah. 1997, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Great show. Yep. Love this show. You got it right, Kevin. How about that? You know why I got that right, Laura? Mm-hmm. You want to know why? 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 Because I read the Google Doc. Oh, he reads the rundown. Hells now the, you do. Hells to the year. This brother reads it. Do you want to know a secret? Tell me. I knew what it was. I just was like, <laughs> oh, playing radio. So witty. Yeah, playing radio. <laughs> he just wanted to see if you knew it. Mm. I do like to test your limits, Cappy. I know you do. It's all right. Now, what are you going to talk about my boyfriend? What's the problem? Oh, my God. What's this? I mean, this scandal. I mean, what like, scandal? He was trying to leave Tampa Bay to play for the Dolphins for a year to then be one of the owners with Stephen Ross, his his buddy from Michigan. Like, this, in any other world, this would be a huge scandal. George, I know not of what you speak. It's been um, reported by the Boston Globe before, like, months ago. Well. And pro football talk, Mike Florio. I can tell you that today Tom Brady apparently spoke to some media members. And denied all this stuff. He talked about how um, he did not push Bruce Arians out as coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And and did some some dance about like, well, you know, I've had a lot of plans potentially for my post-playing career. Right. So when people were grilling him, like, so, dude, was it true? Like, were you really going to go? you know, be the Dolphins quarterback or, like, yeah. be a part owner. And he's like, well, and, you know, I've been talking for the last four or five years about what I might do when my playing career is over. So, yeah. talking and about by a the lot way, of things. You know why he wanted to play for the Dolphins, right? Not just because he's friends with Steven Ross. I mean, he's buddies with him probably. And is by it, the way, remember when we talked about the whole Brian uh, Flores lawsuit, it came out, like, the reporting came out, I believe, if I recall correctly, that when he was telling him to tank um, and he also wanted him to meet, like, a quarterback – to convince him to come play for him that was under contract. It was Brady. Right. So so why <laughs> would Brady boat. but why would Brady want to go play for Miami? Is it because oh, he and Giselle are friends with David Beckham and like Posh Spice or something? They well, want to live he in the same he town. Can go anywhere and win. And the other part is he gets to stick it to Belichick twice a year. That's oh. exactly why. Oh. Well then why didn't he do that? Well, he didn't do that because the Patriots weren't going to let him go to the Dolphins at the, initially. So he mm-hmm. was trying to do the Brett Favre thing. Remember Brett Favre originally wanted to go to Minnesota? And then he had to go to the Jets for like a year or two right. or something ridiculous like that mm-hmm. and then go to Minnesota. I don't know why everybody's always all over Tom Brady. What, why what do you mean getting... all over Tom? Nobody gets more of a pass than that guy. What kind of passes he get? I mean, guy? the guy literally fumbled in a game against the Raiders, and we talk about it like it's like the greatest thing that ever happened in the world, okay? What do you mean he fumbled against the Raiders? I mean, he deflated footballs. What's wrong uh, with that? You know, he, he, uh, he taped, uh, you know, they had a guy called the deflator. Like, I mean, are we serious with this thing? Come on, I'm making too big a deal about the difference in the, the football and how much air is in the football. Come on. Yeah. So anyway, he gets a pass for everything, this Tom Brady. I don't know, man. I love him. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I love him so much. I'm actually thinking about buying a pair of his Tom Brady underwear. Have you seen the Tom Brady underwear, George? I've seen it, yes. It's pretty good looking underwear. We talked about it yesterday. I understand we this? did. I do remember. I wasn't sure if I was going to buy a pair yesterday, but now that you and I are talking about it, and now that I'm mm-hmm. kind of, you say I'm giving him a pass, I'm just thinking about maybe I should buy his underwear. Not like his, the stuff that he's wearing. I mean, like I his was brand. just going to say, I no. feel like you'd want it game worn in that scenario. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I want clean new ones. Yeah. Not white. Yeah. Did you see his red hair? No, what no. do you mean? 
Well, they, they did like um, he was at a charity event today. It was like cut and color for a cure uh, for mm-hmm. the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation. Oh, that's, oh, that's nice. nice. And his whole head is bright red now. See, George? It's cute. See, you see? This, this is who Tom Brady is. Tom Brady will get his hair colored for right. charity. Yeah, and he'll also deflate footballs. That's right. And try but to cheat his way to another team while running the coach off, even though he says he didn't want to run him He off. didn't run any coach off. Come on. And yeah. while wearing you're right. perfect you're, you're underwear. You're right. Bruce Arians just retired uh, right. you know, two years removed from a Super Bowl and like hey. one play away from getting to the NFC title game because he wanted to. George, Bruce, Bruce Arians retired 10 years ago. Come on. Mm-hmm. Seriously, he was the offensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was like, I'm retiring. Turns out he got fired. You know, in this case, he really was retiring. This has nothing to do with Tom Brady. Come on. Tom Brady's a good guy. You don't think so? I mean, he's I, I guess. I don't really know. He's, he's only I? I don't know. I'll tell you this. I mean, you do, know him? Do I know Tom Brady? I mean, you know him, know him. No, I don't know him at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I do not know him at all. Don't know, yeah. don't know him from a can of paint. But, I mean, I just look at him and I'm like, come on. I mean, this guy, could, could there ever have been a more all-American dude? Greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL in terms of winning championships? The lifestyle that he's created, the brand now that he has, the $35 million a year he's, that's waiting for him when he's done playing ball. Do you even know if he's going to be a good broadcaster? Like, Do what not makes know. you think? What has he ever said ever that makes you think he's going to be a good broadcaster? Um, I don't know. I look at his uh, Instagram posts and I go, you know what? He's got a nice smile. He's a good looking guy. Obviously knows everything there is to know about football. But he doesn't say anything. I give him a shot. I give him a good shot. He says nothing. No, he says a lot of things like, hey, no, check he me doesn't. out. Check he me says out. a whole lot of nothing. Check me out. I'm wearing underwear in the bathroom. Right. That's what he says. Yeah, that's going to go over real well on uh, you know, the NFL on Fox with Kevin Burkhart. He says things like, hey, check out these Brady brand T-shirts. They're really comfortable. Check mm-hmm. them out. Buy some. He says that. May- now, Lindsay, you told me there's like a one-year out on that, right? Well, I, that's what John Ireland said, that oh. apparently after the first year, they're, the network they can, has the they option. They can kind of make the decision yep. on whether they got to go in mm-hmm. for the nine years after mm-hmm. that or they yep. can pull the ripcord. <laughs> One year's not a long time, though, to prove yourself. So I'm just saying, maybe this is all a big publicity stunt. Who knows? Could be. Hey, let's just pay him $35 million for one year, and then we'll get all the publicity for it, and then we'll get rid of him. And yeah. by the way, he only wants to do it for a year also. So he wants to make the $35 million, and then he wants to go. Right, and then he can go be the owner of a team again. Well, like he maybe he'll be. be a partner of LeBron's in the Vegas NBA team. He might. You never know. Uh, and then I'll ask him. You know, he comes on the broadcast. I'll be like, Tommy, tell me the truth about the deflator. Wow, you're going to call him Tommy? Yeah. You're going to call you Tom would. Brady Tommy? You would. You would totally call him Tommy. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a fan. So you're a hater. But he doesn't know that. Well, he would. When I, when I call him Tommy, he'll know. But he'll assume I'm, I love him, too, if I call him Tommy. Why don't you just call him Mr. Brady? Mr. Brady's his dad. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'll buy that. Call him Mr. Brady. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be like me. Excuse me, Mr. Brady, I would really like your autograph. You're my favorite. No, no, no. He's a part owner with LeBron. He's, he's George's boss. George is the play-by-play guy. Oh, so it'd be like Mr. Brady. Right, oh, you got to call him Mr. Brady. Brady. All right, we got to run here. We're That's done it. We're here. done? I got yeah, so much yeah. more. We'll get you the job. We have tomorrow, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done here. Uh, excellent job, Cappy. All right. Great Much job, Lindsay and Laura. We'll talk to you mañana. See you.